everyone. I am Jessica Smith, and welcome back to another episode of the Game of Love podcast. In the studio today, I have one of my favorite, favorite people, great friend of mine, colleague. Are we colleagues? Yeah, let's say it. We are colleagues. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Hey, everyone. Jessica, thank you so much for having me on today. I am so excited to be here. Ashton, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure. And we are fresh home from Mexico. Ooh, girl, I still have that tan, okay? Yes, you do. Clearly, you do, too. So uh, let's keep this going, shall we? (laughs) So Ashton was my co-facilitator on our last yoga retreat, Mm -hmm. um, Beach Pray Love. Mm, truly so magical. I just, I can't even say enough good things about it. I feel like my jaw hurts from smiling still. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Oh my gosh. It was so amazing. We had 13 beautiful women from all over the world came together to transform lives in a week Mm. in Tulum, Mexico. It was spectacular. It was such an unbelievable trip. I, <laughs> if you could see me, you would see that I'm smiling ear to ear. It was, it was an amazing week. I think of it every single day, and it's just really good to be back in front of you, Jessica. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay, so I have to tell my listeners who you are, because you are one of the most amazing women oh. I know. Oh, it's an honor to come from you. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Well, you guys, Ashton is the co-founder of yogiapprove.com, which is a yoga and healthy lifestyle magazine. Yes. yes. And um, you guys have yoga videos and fitness videos too, right? Yes. We we are a magazine. First and foremost, we have tons of free yoga video content on our YouTube channel as well. But uh, recently, my, my current baby, if you will, that I've been working on is our online yoga and fitness video membership platform. This is YA Classes, and it's a membership that for $10 a month, you get access to unlimited amounts of yoga videos and full-length yoga and fitness programs. So we're so excited about it. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I am so excited, especially because you teach on it. I do, I do. So it's it's me, and um, we have dozens more teachers from around the world, and that's what I love so much about it is getting to work with so many amazing teachers. And speaking of, I think this is the time to tell them, Jessica. We are going to have Jessica filming with us in the near future. And oh my goodness, I am just so, so excited to bring you into the Yogi Approved world. And uh, everyone listening, we are in store for some really great yoga videos from Jessica. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure she'll keep you posted. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be one of the the Yogi Approved teachers. I'm so excited. Jessica, we're honored to have you. Oh, thank you. And you guys stay tuned because there are some more international yoga retreats in our future. Yes. Oh, we've been talking about it. And without giving too much away, we've got some local uh, retreats coming our way. Greece might be on the horizon. (laughs) Yes, girl. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to spill any more beans right now. (laughs) I mean, maybe Mexico, maybe Costa Rica. See, she's spilling them now. I know. (laughs) Well, the world is our oyster and um, we, we are here to help. We're showing up to be of spiritual service. So absolutely always having programs yeah. around the world to um, satisfy everyone's or anyone's um, vacation or adventure tastes. 
Exactly. And, and yet with that self work element, because this is, this is what was so beautiful about our retreat, Jessica, is everyone had an amazing week in magical Tulum, but we also went so deep. We really deep dived that trip. And I'm just, that is what makes me smile to this day is to see the impact that, that all these women came away with, including us. Yes, absolutely. Mm. And to, to hear the stories, the, testimonials from the attendees, it's, it's breathtaking. I mean, words really can't describe how um, big of a change these women made in, in, in just a week. Yes. If, I know. Wow. The, the shift was palpable and you are such an incredible force. And I, I see you doing it in all these levels in articles, which by the way, Jessica also writes for Yogi Approved. So you can check out her hey, content girl. on our site. Hey, it's all about <laughs> dating. Shocking. <laughs> and, uh, but to see, to see you in all these different platforms, Jessica, to do this podcast. I mean, this podcast is such a huge success for you already. And I'm just so happy for you. Yeah. And, and it's, you are truly making an impact in more than just the dating realm. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Well, speaking of the retreat, yes, you led a very, very powerful workshop there. Mm. It was on manifestation and it comes from your book because you are a self-help author. Yes, I am. sitting right next to me. Ooh, oh, I see. Yes. <laughs> there it is. Learn, Grow, Shift. Tell us about Learn, Grow, Shift. Yes. So Learn, Grow, Shift, it's 30 days of personal growth. This is a workbook, so to speak. So it's a really approachable way to work through 30 days of personal growth in all areas of your life. So each day we start with a mantra and from there we unpack the meaning. So we have a learning aspect where we learn something new each day. We apply it to a practice. So from there, it could be a basic yoga pose. It could be a guided meditation. We work with mere affirmations. We even do a little burning ceremony one day. Um, This is all geared towards helping us work through limiting beliefs and old patterns that could be weighing us down, that could be not helping us really access our highest potential. And so this workbook is geared towards helping you through 30 days of growing so that you emerge with a sparkling sense of self-confidence and self-assurance and also a greater sense of ability to handle whatever life throws your way with grace, with poise as you manifest and enact what it is you seek to bring into your life. Oh, Mm. damn, girl. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sign me up. Ah. Yes. Thank you. I, it was incredible to write it. It was such a true gift for me. And the feedback thus far has been amazing. I published it about a year ago and my favorite, favorite part is, is hearing people's experience with it and how it has helped them shift and grow. And, um, to me, one of, one of my, you know, biggest passions in the realm of writing, self-help, even yoga and teaching in general is manifestation. This is something that I have really uh, dove in deep since I was 19 and I started reading um, books by Eckhart Tolle and even The Secret. Like these are all practices that come into play now. And 
Uh, this book was really kind of me bringing all of this together into one place, all of my words pouring out onto the page and full circle getting back to that workshop that I led during our retreat. It was such a magical experience to share with these women uh, what manifestation is, what the law of attraction is, and also how you can use it in any area of your life. It was it was incredible for me. And, and I guess, you know, selfishly, it was one of my favorite parts of the retreat. <laughs> It was everybody's favorite part of the retreat. Well, one of the favorite. I know there was so many, but it was. It was very impactful. And to me, it was an affirmation of how powerful this concept is and, and quite frankly, how simple it is to apply into your life when you have the proper understanding and tools in order to do so. I love that. And that's exactly why I brought you here. Because you are a master manifester. And with all of my listeners, they are looking for love. Mm. We all want more love in our lives. And so I brought you in today so you can share your manifestation tools and you can, you can help the listeners find more love and greater love, more healthy, fulfilling love too. Oh, and to every single individual listening to this podcast right now, I want you to hear this. You are worthy of that love. You are so worthy of that love. You deserve it and you will have it. Yes. You can have it. Yes, you can. Yes. Yes. So thank you for having me on, Jessica. I'm so excited to be here and to talk about this. Thank you. Well, you are brilliant and I love you. You are one of my closest friends and such an amazing teacher. And mutually, sister. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) In the world of dating... It's very tumultuous right now. Mm. There are so many people that are feeling lonely. They're spending their nights alone. They're frustrated with dating apps. They're Mm. tired of going on bad dates. And some of them don't know what to do and how to get what they want. Um, You know, we have several episodes and I I work with people one-on-one to help Mm. out. But I brought you in today because... Law of attraction and manifesting can play a huge role in finding the love that someone is looking for. Mm. So let's talk about manifestation and the law of attraction. Can you give us a a little mini class, like a a manifestation 101? Well, yes, I would love to. (laughs) (laughs) And great. That's a perfect place to start. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what is the law of attraction? Or I don't even know what manifestation means. That's okay. We're going to break it down. Uh, This is a new concept to many of us. And it's also a simple concept. So it's not one that's overwhelming or takes a lot of study to understand. In essence, let's break it down like this. Everything is made up of energy and like attracts like. It's as simple as that. So whatever it is you're putting out there, the thoughts you think, the words you speak, the actions you take, this is the energy that you're attracting back. So uh, an example that I really like to use is we all know these people, right? Maybe some of us are these people and that's okay, but we all know the people who say things like, oh, I have the worst luck. Oh, nothing ever goes my way. Oh, if... Whatever it is that you are saying and and affirming, which simply means saying it again and again and believing what you're saying, that is the energy that you're putting out and that is the energy that you are then attracting back. And so, you know, that's why it's important to watch our thoughts, to watch our words and our actions because these are all actively creating the reality that we experience. 
Ooh. Right? Those words are powerful. Ooh, yes. Those words are so powerful. And and let's look at it this way. It takes just as much effort to say something like, oh, nothing ever goes my way. Mm-hmm. As it does to say, today I am in control and I am going to have a good day. Very simple. Yeah. We're, we're not going deep here because here's the thing. If you're anything like me, you're going to want to jump to the end goal, right? You're going to want to just step all the way to the very last step. But really what we want to do is we want to take baby steps because this is a new concept for many of us. And regardless of whether or not it's new, it should be bite-sized pieces. So we're able to, you know, access this tool and use it properly. And so if we're on that wavelength, I invite you to just think about something, a thought pattern or something that you say kind of habitually that might be a little negative or not self-serving. So another one I hear a lot is, oh, I'm always broke. I never have any money. Hey, that could be a very hard reality. That could be an absolute fact. But If you continue to say these things, you're continuing to affirm that, that lack. And so instead, replacing it with something like, you know what? I'm living in abundance. I am living in abundance. And maybe we don't know how we're going to get there yet. And I'm not saying you say I'm living in abundance and magically you get a million dollars on your front doorstep. There are a few steps in between. But the point is, it all starts with your self-talk and your words that you're speaking. So... Start right there and just sort of assess what it is you're saying, what it is you're putting out there, and there within what you're attracting back. And I love how you said it doesn't take any more effort to say these things. We can choose our thoughts. Absolutely. Right? And if we can think anything, why wouldn't we think that we are spectacular, that we have a lot of good potential mates, or that we're making a ton of money? Like, why would we choose to have negative things in our head when we can have beautiful thoughts like money is coming my way. My dream person is coming their way. Yes. Attract it. Affirm it. We all have a choice in what we say and what we think. And so why not choose to make it not just positive, but also empowered and intentional? Yes. And and the universe is listening too. Yes. The universe is listening to our words, Mm -hmm. to our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And every time we say something, the universe is like, oh, really, girl? Really? Really? You you can't lose that weight? Okay. Well, then you're not losing weight today. Yes. Oh, what? There's no good men out there? You're right, girl. We're not sending you any good men. Oh, and Jessica, you just hit that nail on the head. Now, as a dating coach, I would assume you might hear that. Absolutely. On the daily. (laughs) On the daily. Okay. And you know what? Let's use that as our working example to apply to the concept of the law of attraction. So, and just, you know, for the record, everyone, the law of attraction and manifestation, the law of attraction is the principle through which we activate the tool of manifestation, if that makes sense. So the law of attraction is the principle of like attracts like, and then manifestation is the tool we use to attract what it is we're seeking. And so getting back to these women who, you know, are venting and saying, oh, there's no good men out there. Well, the universe is hearing that. (laughs) And the underlying meaning in this is what you're saying is I have lack, right? I am not finding any good men. I there are only bad men out there. So the universe is hearing lack. So you're attracting more lack of good men back, unfortunately. And also, if there's only bad men maybe we're attracting more of the same. Mm. 
And so that's mm-hmm. something to be aware of and, and simply, simply instilling that self-awareness in how you think and how you're speaking to others is the, definitely the premise of the law of attraction and manifestation. I love that. Uh, like I said at the beginning, you are a master manifester. You have manifested <laughs> love, career, mm. so many parts of your life. Can you give us an example of when you've used the law of attraction to get something you wanted? Ooh, absolutely. And, and, you know, thank you so much for saying that. That is quite the title and quite the shoes to fill. Um, we're we're all students, right? We're all learning and growing. And so I am still learning and growing in my own manifestation journey. But what I have found is, is really paying attention to what it is that you're manifesting helps you not only to manifest more, but also to lock into what it is you're doing in order to manifest. So I just wanted to plant that seed. We'll come back to that more later. But Now, let me answer your fun question. So one of my favorite examples that I love to share because it's palpable is the loft that I live in downtown Denver right now. And when we talk about manifestation, we can manifest things big and small. Uh, We can manifest something as small as a great front row parking spot. Mm, Thank goodness. (laughs) Which, come on, that's (laughs) that is not, you know, to bat an eye at, especially here in Denver. Um, We can manifest tangible, bigger items like the dream house, like travel and vacations, like your future husband or wife. Um, It's not just material possessions either. And we can get into that later. But for now, I am going to focus on the loft. Okay. So I was living in Phoenix at the time. Uh, My now fiance, Tyler and I, who we founded Yogi Approved together, were getting ready to move back to Colorado and put down roots. Well, everyone was kind of the naysayer of, oh, you're never going to find a place in Denver. It's so competitive. There's nothing available right now. Everything is so expensive. Good luck, basically, is what we kept hearing. Well, luckily, Tyler and I, no, we're, we're pretty set on our on our sites and what we want. So we said, no, we're going to we're going to find the perfect place. Well, right around that same time, I found this beautiful photo of of a home in a magazine and I ripped it out and I put it above my little um, place that I meditate each morning. And I every day would sit down and look at this photo and it had beautiful hardwood floors and beautiful red brick walls and these big chunky wooden beams on the ceiling and then these oversized windows that even had this little half moon circle shape on top of each window. And as I tell this story, I'm going to apply some key points in manifestation that everyone can use as well. And that is to get as specific as possible in the details of what you want to manifest. And so for me, I was studying the brick. I love brick. Um, Jessica's home has beautiful brick in it. And I was admiring that too. So that was one thing that really stood out. I also love hardwood floors. So these are the things that I was visualizing. And so every morning I would sit down and I would meditate and then I would have my visualization of finding a place in Denver. I wanted it to be downtown and central. I wanted it to be open air and spacious with, of course, the hardwood floors and the brick. Uh, I wanted it to be within our price range, of course, and a few other details that I was going to manifest because everyone else was telling me that it was simply was not possible. (laughs) Well, fast forward to several months later. Tyler and I were literally driving the U-Haul 
to Denver. So we hadn't yet found a place and that's a long drive for any of you who have done that. And I was on Craigslist looking at listings. Well, there were literally like four listings and one of which was a Denver loft. It was in a great location. I open it up and sure enough, there's these photos of this beautiful hardwood floor, these red brick walls. And it looked like a great place. So I call thinking, oh gosh, here we go. I'm sure, you know, it got rented months and months ago, whatever. I call and the guy goes, it's so strange. It's been listed for all this time and you're only the second person to call. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go ahead and schedule a viewing tomorrow. Thank you. So we get there. We open the door and Jessica, it is the oversized windows with the half circle shape on top. Mm. It's the chunky wood beams. I mean, Tyler and I, our jaws dropped all the way down to the floor. We looked at each other and we're like, we'll take it right now. Is this real? I think we're touching walls at this point. We're, we're confirming that this is the reality. And so we live in that loft today. I have that photo of the loft that I manifested hanging up on our fridge. And it's one of my very favorite stories because it is a palpable, tangible example of, you know, thoughts creating things of the power of visualizing and manifesting. Mm. It's so powerful. It's so amazing. And it's great. Like you said, you have a tangible thing that you manifested. It's, it's amazing. It it took me back to a few years ago. I was doing a yoga retreat in Mm. Costa Rica. I was laying down on this beautiful log on the beach and I'm like, I just want one of those big conch shells that's all intact when those big gigantic shells that's intact because I was seeing you know pieces of shells everywhere I'm like I want a full shell and I laid there and I envisioned myself walking down the beach and running into it so I laid there for a few more minutes I get up I walk 25 yards down the beach and sitting there in plain daylight is this gigantic white shell And I just loved, I have it, it's it's sitting over on my shelf Aww. and I love it because it, it does, rem- I love that I have it because it reminds me of how I can powerfully manifest yes. whatever it is I'm looking for. If it's a shell, yes. if it's a loft, mm. if it's a significant other, mm. a vacation, yes, tons of money. <laughs> can, can we get all of it? Can we just have all of it? Yes, yes we can. <laughs> And, and I lo- thank you for sharing your example because it shows two things. Number one, it doesn't have to be the end all be all. You can manifest something like I want a beautiful conch shell. Right. Also, manifestation, the time limits aren't really there. Oh, yes. That's interesting. I mean, you literally manifested that shell instantly right then and there. That is actually something I learned from Dr. Wayne Dyer. Oh, one of my all-time faves. Right? Mm-hmm. I saw him at the Hay House event, or one of the Hay House events in Denver, and he talked about that, that the law of attraction and manifestation, you, you can manifest things instantly. Yes. You can manifest things that are four months from now or 40 years from now. Exactly. And time really... Um, it's really up to us and how we manifest and in, in which they come to fruition. Absolutely. And, and to me, when you were sharing your story about the shell, it, it also was indicative of you were potent, right? Like you have this potent ability to manifest. And so Jessica wants a shell. She's getting a shell. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually used this a lot in my love life. 
I have. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do know what you mean in several instances. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's been times that I've dated and I'm like, you know, I really, mm, I really want to date a gentleman. Yes. And then all of a sudden these gentlemen start coming into my lives, into my life. Um, it is such a Jessica manifestation that she wants to manifest a gentleman. That's right. <laughs> a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> yes, yes. And it happens all the time. Um, a phrase that I say to myself and that I share with some of my clients is, it's raining men. Oh, now I have that song stuck in my head for a week. Thank right. you. You're, you're I'm not going to sing it you're for welcome. everyone. You're also welcome for that. <laughs> so I'll manifest gentlemen. Uh, there's been a couple times that I've wanted to date different types of guys. Just to experiment and to see what I like and what sure. I don't like. There was one time I had been dating a lot of athletes and I'm like, okay, I got to stop this because this is not working for me at all. <laughs> How about I manifest retired athletes? Okay. Girl, girl. <laughs> Did that go well for you, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> two days, two days after saying this, I'm on Bumble, and I was like, ooh, who is this tall drink of water? Ooh. Yes. Former NBA player. Boom, oh, we match. Okay. Three days later, we are on a date. <gasps> Look at you. Yes. And then maybe a few others came in after him, too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know, maybe. maybe. Keep it interesting. Don't you love Jessica's dating life? Oof, I sure do. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I use these entertaining examples to show that really we can manifest what we what we want to look for absolutely oh absolutely and and there are no requirements and that's what i also loved about your audit of your manifestation after athletes we say okay how about retired yes and and that thank you actually because this brings me to the next point about manifestation details are key. And so when we are manifesting, we want to get as specific as possible here. And so let's just keep on the dating vein because that's, you know, the theme of this entire podcast anyway. So Jessica did that. She said, I don't just want to date athletes. I want to date a retired athlete. So you can get as specific as you want. And in fact, when we are thinking about, you know, manifesting love, let's talk about love here. What what is it that you want exactly? And it's it can be physical attributes. It can also be how the relationship feels, the relationship dynamic. It can be how your life changes or shifts once you're in that relationship. So this is the fun part. This is where you get to really sit down and map it all out. And so I'll pull I'll pull back a little to say generally when it comes to manifestation. It, it takes a couple key parts. Now, the first part is getting really, really clear on exactly what you want. So mm-hmm. getting back to my example of Tyler and I moving back to Denver, we wanted a loft. We wanted it to be in downtown Denver. We wanted it to be open air with hardwood floors. You know, these details were helpful because what it does is it weeds out the rest, right? Mm-hmm. We're creating basically a, a filter for the universe. <laughs> right. An energy filter. That's right. And I like to use the example with my clients is it's like walking into Starbucks and just walking up to the barista and saying, I'll take a coffee. And the barista is like, all right. Um, And they just give you a coffee. And you're like, well, I didn't want a black coffee. 
I wanted a sweet coffee today. Right. And so when it comes to looking for love, we do have to be clear because if we say to the universe, hey, I want a significant other, the universe is like, all right, send that person all the single people and, you know, enjoy. But if you say, hey, universe, I am looking for someone who is educated, who's kind, who's funny, who's successful. The universe is is taking that order like the barista at Starbucks. They're like, oh, okay, okay. Yes. And like you said, it's a filtration system. Absolutely. Oh, I love that you're already, see, you're already talking to the clients about all these good things. I love it so much. (laughs) And the barista analogy, I might have to borrow that. That's a good one. Please use it. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's, yes, I, I love it so much. It's, it's getting as specific as possible in, in what it is you're seeking and then also the end result. So you can also think of manifestation as reverse engineering, so to speak. So, you know, as opposed to, again, the dating scenario where you say, okay, starting at, you know, right here, right now, I am single and I'm ready to mingle. Okay, that's awesome. But your end goal, right, if you are dating and you are looking for a partner in life, then your end goal is not that. Your end goal is that life partner. And so let's work backwards from there. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, the partner, the house, it can also be a feeling. On a side note, we can manifest things beyond the physical. So this could be just a level of success. It could be Ooh, greater yes. self-confidence. It could be self-love. It could be a, um, a healthier family dynamic. That's right. Right. There are so many different ways that we can take this manifestation. So don't ever let it seem black and white because it's anything but. But we want to take whatever it is that you're seeking to manifest in your life from the end and work backwards from there. And so then you want to start thinking about how you would act if you already had the fill in the blank. Mm. Ask yourself how you would dress, how you would treat others, how you would view the world. These are all things that you want to not just think about, but then take that a step further and really feel. I love how you were saying when it comes to manifesting, we can course correct. So if something isn't working quite well for us or we need a little bit more, we can shift. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious how do you know you are on the right path? Mm. So sometimes, let's say uh, somebody wants a significant other and they have this vision of this ideal person in front of them. Um, how do they know that they're they're on the right path? I think that's such a good question. And that gets back to what we started to talk about where, you know, you don't want to jump to the end step. If we're baby stepping it and this concept of manifestation is new to you, start by just becoming acutely aware of the little things that you're manifesting in your day to day. Mm. And so this is one way that you're going to know if you're on the right track, right? Because I also invite you to just blanket manifest, right? So in your life, yes, focus on dating, but also say, hey, if I have this ability to manifest, let's also manifest that front row parking spot. It's also manifest a great day, a great conversation with a family member that typically it would be a little more difficult. You know what I mean? Let's work on this in all areas of your life so you can start having that reinforcement of, wow, look at these ripple effects that I'm Mm -hmm. creating and what it is that I'm choosing to focus my attention on. 
the way that I am choosing to speak and think and what I am attracting into my life so you can notice other aspects as well. So that's one way. And there's another way too. Now we started to talk a little bit about this, but it's in the details of what it is that we're manifesting. We want to check in with ourselves and actually how we are enacting these details already. Mm -hmm. So let me unpack this a little. Please. So... The first step is saying, here's what I want to manifest, right? And then we're going to visualize it. You're going to focus on it. You're going to speak positively to affirm it. But you're also now going to add a deeper layer of detail. And that's in asking yourself how you would act if you already had the love of your life in your life. Mm. It would be asking yourself how you would dress, how you would treat others, how you would view the world and yourself. So that part is you start by actually acting the part of what you're seeking to manifest. Now talk about reverse engineering, right? Mm -hmm. But for many of us, and I would love your insight on this as, as a dating coach, but I think for many of us, we wait to live so to speak, where we say, oh, you know what? I'll be happy when I fill in the blank, get that job, get that dream life partner, get the car, whatever it is. Or even something like right now, you might be feeling a little bit beaten down in your dating life. If you, you know, if you've been going on dates and really they haven't been going your way, or you just haven't been finding that right guy or girl, girl that you're interested in, um, you might start to feel like, well, what's going on? Is there something wrong? Is there something wrong with me? Jessica, do you see that in every day? Oh, every day yeah. people are worn down and wore out from dating and really from being alone. Oh. I see that a lot that people get pretty sad because they don't have love. And a lot of the work that I've done over the years, especially with yoga and the retreats and, and seeing my clients one-on-one mm-hmm is building that love from the inside out, mm. getting them to love themselves, getting them to in, to love their life, Absolutely. to enjoy taking those trips alone. That is a big thing I hear. I don't want to take this trip. I don't want to go to Bali yet or to Italy yet because I don't have the love of my life. And I'm like, mm. baby girl, go. Go, go, go. What go have, have a there? great time. Yes. <laughs> go eat, pray, and love. You know, yes. like go do that stuff. Go have a great time. And I love when you're explaining that to the practice side of it, mm-hmm. it gives us hope. Yes. That's first of all, it gives us hope and it sparks something inside of us. That's like, Ooh, there is love out there. What, what would that feel like to, mm. to be in love? It, there's an excitement there. And when you start living in that space and you start practicing as though you already have the love of your life in your life, that makes a person so much more attractive. Ooh, amen, sister. There is a sparkle, a shine to every man and woman that are that feels that love. Yes. Oh, yes. And, and that, that is so attractive. Mm. So attractive. It's just like, a, it's a magnet for love and for attention, for dates, all that good stuff coming in. Absolutely. And you literally, you hit the nail on the head. That is it right there. It is when we are in the dating realm, often the emphasis gets put on the exterior, on the things outside of yourself, on, you know, okay, okay, let's apply these tips. Um, let's utilize this technique or, you know, 
whatever it is, it's all focusing on the exterior. And I am not condemning dating apps or obviously dating coaches. But what I am saying is whatever method that you choose for dating, it can be more empowered when we work on the only thing that we do have control in this situation over, which is ourselves. That's right. Ooh, so that is, you know, the the meat, if you will, of, of what I'm getting at here is that when I'm talking about manifestation, I'm not claiming that magically you state what you want once and it lands on your doorstep. I am advocating that for a more empowered, intentional approach to this principle, it requires self-work, self-awareness, and accountability. And you just map that out when you said, girl, take that trip to Italy by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do do the things that you're quote unquote waiting to live for. Just do them. Yes. Number one, because when you're doing that, what are you doing? You're acting the part, right? Like we were talking about earlier. You're acting the part. You are living the life that you want to live with this person that you're seeking, you're already doing it. So I half jokingly said, what if you meet them while you're there? Well, when you open yourself to new ways of thinking and new possibilities, this is when you quite literally open new doors that might not have been there before. That's right. Oh, and that's what's really fun about manifestation. And so, you know, and again, getting back to the, to the, the concept of how, you know, the law of attraction ties into all of this. If you're saying, you know what, I'll, I'll go on that trip once I find him or, you know, guys out there, I'll be happy once I find her. It's Mm -hmm. whatever it is. You're, you're still saying though to the universe, you're still putting out a sense of lack of being alone. And that's still what you're attracting back. And so when we get back to that concept of playing the part of asking yourself, how you would feel, how you would act, how you would treat others, how you would look at yourself in the mirror. Mm. These questions are not just so you answer and know. These questions are so you answer and then enact them now. Because Jessica said it when she said that confidence radiates and attracts. That's right. Ooh. And and frankly, to everyone listening, rhetorical question because I can't hear you. <laughs> Isn't that the person, the highest sense of yourself that you would want to put out there for that life partner that you're seeking back is that confident, that self-assured, that self-love mm-hmm. that we're talking about here. And so this starts to take root. Over time, the practice of self-talk is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Bad or good. That's right. And so, you know, like you've said, why aren't there any good men out there? You've heard some clients say, "I, I always hear that I don't have good luck or nothing ever goes my way, things like that. These are affirmations and an affirmation is saying a statement repeatedly and, and bringing the force of belief behind it. Whoo, that's powerful. Yes, it is. And doing that in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, we do it in meditation. We can also yes. do it playfully. Like you and I do this when we're together all the time. We're like, yes, we're going to manifest that retreat in Greece. Yes, we're going to do this. And we say it very playfully. Uh-huh. It, and so it can take on many different forms. It, it can take on so many forms, but for you and I, it's playful and it's also powerful. I mean, when Jessica and I have talked about retreats that we're doing in the future, we talk about them as if it's already a done deal. Absolutely. No matter how far along we are in our planning, we affirm it as reality. Mm-hmm. 
And so you can do that too. You know, I am worthy of the love that I seek. I am manifesting that in my life and it will happen. Yes. And Jessica knows this. I'm a stickler for wording and I did this a lot on the retreat where I would be an auto corrector (laughs) (laughs) for those poor, poor women that were there. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, you hear a lot and I think it's, I think almost societally it's ingrained, especially in women. Yes. The, The hedging, if you will, of, oh, I just wanted to, or I hope that it might work out. These words, I hope it might, I just wanted to, no, no. Everyone, ladies in particular, I want you to stand up loud and proud, both feet planted firmly on the ground and say, I am worthy. I will manifest. This is a reality. The way in which you say things is as important as what you're saying in the first place. It is. It is, oh, and it's so powerful. You feel good when you say it. Yes. The universe is like, ooh, the universe feels good too. Yes, I have goosebumps. I mean, (laughs) I have goosebumps just from these examples. The universe feels it too. That's right. And And it's going to return it. In society, we are used to talking negatively about ourselves. And, you know, I'm calling bullshit on it. Call that bullshit. It it doesn't (laughs) feel good. It doesn't serve anyone. No. When you and I are together, it's one of the things that I love and cherish about our friendship is that we hold ourselves up. We love ourselves. Mm -hmm. We love each other. And there's been so many times that I've said to you, oh my God, I love your outfit. And you're like, girl, I'm feeling myself today. Feeling this outfit. And and, (laughs) you know, you'll say, oh girl, that was so smart. I'm like, yes, honey, that was, that was quite smart. Exactly. And it's you and I say it very playfully and fun and we're very sincere. We're very, it's very genuine. It's very real. Absolutely. And again, getting back to the retreat, you set this rule day one and I loved it so much. Jessica told all the women there (laughs) that if they were given a compliment, they had to accept it because that's another thing that happens in society, right? Is oh, you're so beautiful. Oh no, I hate my hair. Or, oh, thanks, but you're just saying that. No, own that. Yes. And it might sound small, but I woof, I can stand to tell you that when 13 women actively and consciously practiced that for a week, it was so powerful. And it literally created a shift in the vibration, number one. Literally, we talk about energy and how like attracts like. It raised that energetic vibration up. That's and right. I saw these women walking taller and more confident. And it was, it was so beautiful to see that. Um, but what it also did was it created a habit for them. And just like we all had the habit because they, they didn't do anything wrong. They were intentionally saying, Oh no, I'm not beautiful. But I, I think many people listening can relate that that's sort of become the ingrained norm. And, and Jessica had shared something during the retreat where she had shared something positive about herself in a past group session and almost felt a little judged by the other women Mm -hmm. because, you know, we've all been in high school, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where if you dare to say something positive about yourself, you risk other people judging you. Well, what are you? Are you stuck up? Are you conceited? Are you, are you this? Are you that? No, it can be a very authentic, empowering, positive tool for your ultimate growth and manifestation. That's right. So I encourage all the listeners, male, female, Mm -hmm. be kind to yourself. Yes. Speak positively about yourself. Accept compliments. Enjoy those compliments. Yes. 
Yes, they feel good. You deserve them. You are, you're worthy of them. That's right. And like you said, it doesn't feel good when someone says, oh no, that's not true. Even as the compliment giver, right? Right. It doesn't really feel good when you, you genuinely offer a compliment and someone kind of shuts it down with some, you know, negative response. And let's tie that into dating. Mm-hmm. Right. And so just how if you're acting confident and self-assured and you've got self-love that shines through as does the the alternative. Absolutely. And going back to the compliment thing, mm-hmm. going on dates, ladies, if you are on a date and you get a compliment from a man and you graciously mm. accept that. Oh, girl, that is sexy. That is so sexy. So sexy. Yeah. And the opposite, you start poo-pooing that compliment, not sexy. You just shut that man down. He's going to be, uh, you know, a little less likely to say you look really lovely in that dress. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a bummer for all parties included. That's right. That's right. Mm. Well, good, good dating nuggets right there. Yes. So continuing with these great dating nuggets... (laughs) As I mentioned, you know, the law of attraction can be simple and straightforward. Mm -hmm. And yet when we are applying it to love and to dating specifically, I do want to give that disclaimer that this is not, you know, all uh, sunshine and roses. There is self-work that goes into play here. As I said earlier, it's self-work, self-awareness and accountability. Because as we talked about, uh, whereas a lot of, you know, things in the dating realm can focus on the exterior. And so we first want to turn inward and, and do that self-work. Self-talk is, is step one. And that's a big, important step as we just really hashed out. Uh, the, the next step is evaluating our relationship patterns. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a big one. And Jessica, I can, I can just tell that you've got a lot of experience <laughs> and you've seen a lot of this as I'm sure, because our past dating patterns, uh, along with any ingrained, you know, habits, thought patterns, um, beliefs that we have, whether it's from past relationships and or from our upbringing, um, these all play a significant role in all areas of our lives and our, you know, our sense of self-worthiness and all of these things. But when we look at dating specifically, there's a lot to be said for old habits and patterns. Yes. And let me tell you, over the years, I have heard so many stories of people who are in bad relationships over and over again. Mm. Like they, they keep dating mm. the same person over and over again. And when I've worked with them, we go way back mm-hmm. and find the time in their life where they were first taught that. Mm. And so often it's in our childhood. Yes. I'm not surprised. And it's, it's wild to me to see how people behave as adults. It's the same way they did when they were three, four, five years old. Oh yeah. You know, they learned how to be in relationships from their parents. Yes. They saw how their mom acted. Mm. They saw how their dad acted. They saw how they acted together. And that was the, the first example of relationships. And that is instilled in us on such a deep level. And that's how without self-exploration and self-work, that's the lens to which we see and behave and treat, be in relationships with other people. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And 
Oh, that's so powerful. And, and in one sense, daunting, right? Because this, this requires some digging mm-hmm. and self-excavation, which is not always comfortable. Right. Um, as I always like to say, though, if you're comfortable, you're not growing. Mm. And so it does take the work. And if I can share a little brief, you know, personal example. Absolutely. Um, okay. So I, I grew up with single parents who got divorced when I was three. And I, I always say I love my parents. They're amazing. But I always say that I learned what not to do from them when it comes to relationships. And my mom was a single mom. She raised me that way. And I came to view relationships almost as a threat and that to be strong and independent meant to be single. And so as a young kid, I would envision myself, you know, being a single mom myself with one kid because that's what I saw growing up. And that's what I came to almost glamorize in a sense, if you will. And so I see that now in my past relationships that for, for many years I would be in relationships and yet I was not really fully consciously holding these guys a little bit at arm's length because I was feeling threatened in my ability to be independent and strong, thinking that this relationship was somehow compromising that. Now, I'm sure that Jessica will concede that you can definitely be in a relationship that does compromise your independence and doesn't serve your highest good. Mm -hmm. But what I have found now in my very healthy, wonderful relationship that I have is that does not have to be the case. And you absolutely can have a relationship where each person is their own person and they grow together and yet they support each other's uniqueness and each other's own separate path. And it took, you know, up until a few years ago, frankly, for me to realize this and enact this, but it is really a trip to see how much of an influence your parents can have on your relationship. And now in retrospect, looking back at my parents and the patterns that they still carry into their relationships today. And so to me, uh, what that says is until you are able to become aware of the issue and the pattern and also, you know, be willing to do the work, to work through whatever caused that pattern and, and move on to the other side, right? You're going to kind of be stuck in that groundhog day of repeating the same patterns, mm. right? That's right. Mm. And even if we take all of that and just add the language on top of it, that self-excavation, I love that. I was yes. cracking up when you said that because that is so true. It, <laughs> so it, true. it is like that, that yes, that stuff is work. And for some people it's traumatic, because there's a lot of a lot of shit went, that went down. Right. However, if we look at it from the perspective of you go through this, you're going to change the way you're dating. You're going to change mm. the people. You're going to enhance the quality of the people that are coming into your life. You are going to find amazing love, your soulmate. So to have that, um, it's more the carrot, I think, to you know, looking at that process as, yeah, it might not be sunshine and rainbows throughout the whole thing and it'll probably suck, but what you're going to get going through it, oh my gosh, worth every step of the way. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for clarifying that because I'm the realist that always likes to say, hey guys, you know what? Yeah, it's daunting. But also I only say that because it is so, so worth it. 
Right. It is so, so worth it. And, and what are we doing now? Just as before, when we talked about how we were sending the message to the universe of lack, when we keep asking, why can't I find a great guy? Why can't I ever find anyone in my life? Well, when you do this self-work, just know what you're saying now is loud and clear. I am ready. I am worthy. I am capable of finding and of having this amazing love. And guess what? I'm going to do it. Mm. And so it is done. So it is. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, thank you, Jessica. Absolutely. That is a huge piece of manifestation is the ability to do the work, to put in the time and to say, I know that the reason I'm doing this is for what lies on the other side. That's right. And thank you too. I love that you are a realist and it's important for us to be honest with each other that we're going to go through shit. Right. And you can't change that. You can't change it. And so let's not sugarcoat it. Let's be real. It's like, you're going to go through shit. I'm going to support you. I love that because I think what happens in some self-help realms, some spiritual realms, is it becomes a little lightwashed, which is a term that, you know, is yeah. getting thrown around a lot lately. And it becomes a, everything is sunshine and roses and just focus on the good. And there is merit in focusing on the good. We talked about it with the words we speak, but there's also the other side that there is work that goes into it. You do have to be accountable to say, if you're going to manifest the love that you seek, work through your own stuff first, you know, work through whatever you need to first, because, because the person that, you know, you're worthy of, and that is worthy of you, they want that highest self. They're going to get that. And together you're going to rise from there. And so putting in the work is simply a step in this process of making, you know, your life partner reality. That's right. Oh my God, honey, there is so much more to talk about with this. So Ashton, honey, can you come back and do another episode and we will talk all about ending those negative dating patterns? Oh, Jessica, 100% yes, please. There is a full, at least one full, we'll try our best to fit it into one more full episode. Yes. (laughs) So stay tuned. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Ashton, what are some things that people can do that are listening to put the law of attraction into motion and enhance their love life? Great question. Um, I love this. Thank you for asking. I think the perfect place to start is to start with your self-talk. And three simple words to help you remember it all, practice, pretend, prepare. Three simple words with a heavy meaning. Practice living the life you want with the love you want. Pretend as if you already have that love. And finally, prepare for the real thing because it's already speeding your way. Ooh, that's exciting. But let's unpack it. Let's unpack. So we know how to actually do this. How do we, how do we practice? Yes. Okay. So, so practice is a good one. And luckily we've covered some of the points already. Changing your self-talk is huge. I just, I cannot emphasize that enough. Practice speaking those positive affirmations about Mm. not just yourself, but specifically around dating and finding the love that you seek. Also, Jessica mentioned this. It's such a powerful one too. Take yourself out for that coffee. Take yourself out for that glass of wine. Take yourself on that trip that you've been wanting to go. Do not wait. Also, visualize what your life would look like. This is huge. And I'm talking closing your eyes and visualizing. I'm talking journaling and writing out those little details. Get as specific as possible. Where would you and your life partner live? What kind of life would you have? Would you work together? Would you travel together? Um, 
you know, like getting as specific into these details as possible. Talk about it. Take your girlfriend out and tell her, Mm -hmm. you know, um, do as much as you can with this practice of living the life that you're seeking with the love of the life that you're seeking. I love that. And that's some of the, my favorite work that I do with my clients. We do a lot of visualization. Um, Maybe you and I will do a little meditation on calling this in, what this looks Mm. like. Yogi approve. Hello. We are coming with Uh, the meditation. Noted. Absolutely. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. My favorite thing. Yes. I'm a big fan of vision boards. Ooh, yes. I I love that sitting down and going through that practice of visualization and, and seeing those tangible things, you know, cutting out pictures of your dream partner, um, cutting out that picture of those two people sitting on the beach, having a romantic tropical vacation. Mm. Maybe it's the children that you're going to produce together and raise together the house, all that beautiful stuff. Oh, I I have like the warm fuzzies right now. (laughs) Can I share very quickly one of our retreat attendees experience in our manifestation? Yes. It just, it gives me head to toe goosebumps. It was so, so sweet. So one of the women on our retreat was in the manifestation workshop. And I, at one point was leading them through a guided meditation, which great idea, Jessica, we're definitely doing one of these next. Um, so stay tuned for that, everyone. But I was leading them through a guided meditation and this was general manifestation. So I was giving them the example of manifesting a house. And so everyone's eyes were closed and we were walking up to the front door and we were visualizing what the neighborhood would look like, or maybe it's a home in the mountains by itself. We were visualizing what the front door would look like. And then we walked in and I was having them begin to assess what would be on the walls, what their living room would look like, what the colors of their decor would be. And at this point, I opened my eyes to look around. Yeah, I admit it. All right. I was leading it. <laughs> so, so I opened my eyes and I see this particular woman and she is like a faucet turned on. She is just bawling silently, just tears streaming down her face. And so fast forward to the last day of the retreat, we're all going around in a circle sharing our experiences and we get to her and she looks at me and she said, Ash, and I got to tell you that during that manifestation workshop, when you were guiding us through the home, I started crying. So I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw it. <laughs> I can't tell her. <laughs> she knows now. Don't worry. But she said, I started crying because I was visualizing the walls being filled with all the family photos mm. of me, my future husband, and our future children. And this came from a woman who up until that point wasn't sure if she wanted to have kids ever. She is dating or in a relationship now. They're a newer relationship. And she was crying because it was so powerfully affirming. Yes. And I can't wait to meet those kids. I know. We are so excited. (laughs) Come to retreat. You'll suddenly want to have kids and a relationship and (laughs) you'll manifest all kinds of stuff. You'll manifest all kinds of things. But but that was, to me, that was, wow. That was such a powerful moment of, oh, you guys, I'm just, I'm telling you right now that comes into the pretend section too, right? So let's move it into the pretend, sit in a meditation and allow yourself to feel those feelings of what having this love would feel like, that's what she was doing. She was literally crying because it was so palpable to her. She could feel every inch of that reality. Mm -hmm. Ooh, And so do that for yourselves. 
Yes. Feel those feelings because your feelings are strong sources of energy. That's right. And so your feelings, just like your words, just like your actions, these are sending out those signals to the universe. So feel what it would be like to have that love in your life. Mm. And then prepare because you've done the work. So now you're just preparing for the real thing. Oh, (laughs) yes. Let's prepare for that love. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) Okay, Ashton. So the third thing is prepare. Yes. I'm curious, is this a mental preparation? Is this a physical preparation? In the book, Calling in the One Mm -hmm. by Catherine Thomas, she gives a great example of making space in your life starts in your closet. So she says, if you're ready to have a person in your life, you physically go to your closet and make room so someone else can move their stuff Oh, that is so powerful. Yes. Is it that? Is it if you are looking for love, if you're looking for marriage, maybe you need to quit sleeping around with the fuck boys and the hoes and stuff. You know, maybe we need to clean that up a little bit. Is, is that what you're, is that what you're going for? Yes, absolutely. That was great. I, I love the closet, you know, example, because that is another action saying to the universe, literally, physically, I am creating space for this person to come into my life. So absolutely. Um, The sex, great example as well. Like you said, if you're on, if you really want to get married and perhaps you're sleeping around and you know that the people that you're sleeping with aren't long term, then yeah, that would be another one to say, hey, you know what? I want to send the signal that I am ready for this commitment, Mm. you know? So, So absolutely, those can definitely be the case. Also mental. So really establishing as a habit that positive self-talk. Also getting that confidence and walking around with this sense of, I am ready. I am excited. And so not only have you done the work, but now you're enacting it and you're ready for the real thing. So you are going out into your day with an open mind, knowing and frankly expecting that this is going to happen, that the love that you seek is going to walk into your life. Mm. Oh my gosh. Ashton August, you (laughs) are remarkable. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing our wisdom. You guys go to yogiapproved.com, get your membership, start practicing with us. Yes, (laughs) And also you can get Ashton's book, Learn, Grow, Shift, and start your 30-day of manifesting your dreams and your goals and love that you seek. Thank you again, honey. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jessica. It's truly an honor and I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. (laughs) It was wonderful having you here. Thank you. All right, guys, this concludes another episode of the Game of Love podcast. We will see you next week. And until then, get out there and love each other.